A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Shitter was full! of the Arnie State Show. Uh, I'm exhausted. Uh, yesterday, I was sick. Only did half the show. We're going to try to do the whole show today. Um, ate some mashed potatoes yesterday afternoon. Those came back up. It wasn't until last night when I had a, a PB&J that stayed down after almost an entire bottle of Pepto. And then, here's the fun part, I woke up at 2 o'clock this morning. So I've been up since 2 o'clock my time, midnight your time, on the West Coast. 
So, uh, yes, uh, the crankiness is still there. Uh, I woke up early in the morning to clean my office, to clean my board and stuff like that. And uh, I've had this board ever since the beginning of the show. This is the original board that I've started with. And it is a uh, 12-channel board. If you know anything, there's 12 different outlets I can use. I use about six. Um, and one of the board, one of the one of the things I, I went this morning, I cleaned it. It looks fantastic. Cleaned computers, cleaned desks, did all that kind of stuff, right? Turned it off. I had to turn it off. And when I turned it back in, channel seven and eight, where I usually house the music and all the sound effects like New York City, which still are coming in low. New York. I don't know. I, New York. That's yeah, not bad. Um, but yeah, channel seven and eight just took a shit. I only had one channel. I only had the left ear. Oh man, Jesus Christ. So yeah, so we're gonna get through today. Uh, by the way, that was a tribute to Olivia Newton-John. Now, now look, look here. She died yesterday. What was she? Seventy-three years old. I ain't got nothing bad to say about Olivia Newton-John. I mean, she's Olivia Newton-John. But I got to ask, why in the blue hell was she really a celebrity? I mean, she made like four movies and only had a few albums, didn't really have any hits, and the whole world stopped it. Now, I can understand why if her daughter were to die. Have you seen her daughter? Let me, let me, let me look up her daughter's name. Yeah, her daughter's name is Tits Magoo. I'm sorry, Chloe Rose Latanzi. And if you were to see this girl, you would go, yes, Arnie, her name is Tits Magoo. So there you go. I have covered it. I promise you, ass family, swoosh, I apologize. I'm so sorry. I did not know that this is one of your most hated movies, and I played those songs. Two of them were from that uh, the movie. The last one was at the very end of the movie, and then I played Let's Get Physical because everybody knows that song. So there you go. You know what? Here's the funny thing is, first Australian celebrity, she was born in the United Kingdom. She ain't even fucking, she's British. Crikey's, mate. Now, she might have moved to Australia, but she's she's British. Come on, now. Oh, criminy sakes. Uh, We got all kinds of stuff to get to today. Oh, man. Woof, yesterday was some kind of day after the show ended. I tell you what, holy shit, in the news world, my God in heaven. Wow. Let's say some good mornings before we break into everything. And I got I got stuff I got to talk about, too. Uh, but we'll get to all that. Uh, let's see, first one here was Battleborn in Nebraska. He says, happy Tuesday morning, ass family. Hope you're feeling better, Arnie. I'm, my stomach's feeling better. I haven't tried it out except with Dr. Pepper. By the way, by the way, breaking news here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now, if you know anything about me, if you know me, you'll know that my vanity is probably one of my greatest weaknesses. I always like to look good. Like, if I go out, I want to look good if I go out because... I want to present myself well. Well, I seem to have gained a lot of weight lately. And it's probably from eating like once a day. But uh, once, maybe twice a day. So we're going to change that. We're going we're, we're to try something new this week. Now, now, hear me out. 
saw a story about uh, a guy who I like. His name is Jim Cornette, and he's lost a bunch of weight by cutting out regular soda. He's been drinking Sprite Zero. So, this week, we're going to try switching to Dr. Pepper 10. Why does that sound terrible? Wow, that sounds awful. Oh, man, hold on a second. We, we got we to gotta fix the... Hold on a second here. Just j- j- bear with me. Why does that sound like shit? Wow, that is awful sounding. My gosh. The EQ on that is terrible. Oh, wait. It would probably help if I was doing the right one. <laughs> if I was doing the right channel. It was missing the high. There we go. Okay. Now we got it. Okay. I, I think I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> Jesus. This is why I never worked on the board side. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Andrew says, happy Tuesday to all the breakfast tacos and bean burritos out there. Hashtag Dr. Jill Biden. Yes, Dr. Jill. What a wonderful lady. The diversity of there this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, yes, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Jill. Uh, let's see. Swoosh says, "Happy Tuesday, ass family." Greece is finally dead. <laughs> Greece is in wonderful life for my most hated movies of all time. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Well, you don't ever have to hear those songs here on this show again. I promise. Uh, Hangtown Jen in the house. She says, "Good morning, ass." She sent me a video this morning about all the things that kill more people than sharks. I'm not buying it. You know why? I bet you a shark put out that story. A shark who's never had a Kool-Aid facial. When the Kool-Aid man or some fat in a red shirt bukkake your face with his sugary man juice after you fruit punch his juice box. When the Kool-Aid man or some fat in a red shirt bukkake your face with his sugary man juice after you fruit punch his juice box. There you go. That is a Kool-Aid facial. So there you go, Hangtown Jen. Derek says, good morning, ass family, on this fine Tuesday, and it's time for Wimpy to pay up his debt. Amen. Looky there, Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. You back in Mexico? You still traveling? You on the road? Hope you're doing well, my friend. Uh, what the fuck? Is that a real song from Greece? Sadly, yes. No wire hangers, but Rizzo has a bun in the oven. Wow, for somebody who hates that movie, you know a lot about it. Maybe it's because before my time, but that was a hype over that movie. What was the hype? It was a musical that had John Travolta. It was like, and it was based in the 50s. And in the 70s, the 50s were big. I guess that's why it was, I don't know why it was popular. Uh, I, I mean, I saw it in the theater. That's how fucking old I am. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is in the house. Bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. Yeah, uh, okay, all right. Well, I hope you have a spectacular day. Those must be fake. I'll take them either way and damn. Holy shit. So it has high fructose corn syrup, which is worse than sugar. Not we. No, I am. I am. No, no, no. Not we. I am doing the Dr. Pepper 10 challenge. Uh, you sound good on this end. 
You got to wean yourself off. I like Dr. Pepper 10, but it's not the same. Oh, I got to do it full blast. I quit soda a while ago because of it. Great start rooting for you. Thanks, Steph. I appreciate that. Don't do it, Arnie. You're just going to be upset all week. Too late. Just use uh, soda with regular sugar. Your body can break down regular sugar. Well, they only sell that in four packs, though. And I don't really like the regular Dr. Pepper. I don't like it. They've changed it. Uh, and now you've ruined Kool-Aid for me. Buenos dias, Ogre. Uh, she says, I never thought that could happen. <laughs> uh, blame the drugs. It was 1978. Amen to that. Mount Rushmore of horrible musicals. Well, we could do that. Okay. Pretty much all of them. 30-year-olds playing high schoolers. All the girls in high school love that damn movie. Kayla was already a hit. Uh, uh, let's see. Ogre says, and... When it was adapted to a movie, it was a huge hit, not just in the box office, but with hit singles as well. John Travolta was huge at the time, which added to its contribution to pop culture. Yes, yes, he was, he was huge, and he was great in the movie Urban Cowboy when he played Buford Ewan Davis, Bud for short. 303, good morning. I saw both movies in the theater, but I wish I hadn't seen the second one. Oof. There are people out there that actually think that Grease 2 is better than Grease 1. Now, in the world of Greece, Greece 1 is the far better movie. But in the world of cinema, they're both dog shit. Really, the newer one, Greece 2, had Michelle Pfeiffer in it and some British fella. I think he's the guy who played Rex Manning. I, I think it is. I think Rex Manning. If you've ever seen Empire Records, Rex Manning was in part two. Garbage. Now the girls were tough and the guys rode motorcycles. Fucking gay. I'm just telling you. That's all it was. Fucking gay. So there you go. So uh, good morning to everyone. Hope everybody's good. Uh, if you were not pay- watching the news yesterday, congratulations. Um, because let me just tell you. What a shit show the Democrats are. Michelle Pfeiffer's white gold, according to Bruno Mars. I also sat through Xanadu and Staying Alive. Those are parts of my childhood I'd like back. I have seen Staying Alive. I saw Staying Alive when I was giving, selling plasma in Reno. I was a college kid. I needed beer money, sold plasma, and they would play movies. And that was the time I saw Staying Alive. Never saw Xanadu because, well, penis. Uh, <laughs> so yesterday... The FBI conducted a raid at Mar-a-Lago, part of an investigation regarding Trump and some boxes that were taken from the White House. This is one of those things where I'm hearing a lot of legal people talk, and they're saying that to get this search warrant done, the FBI had to go to the attorney general. Now, this, this will be made public in the next month or two of what was on the, the uh, search warrant. But if you know anything about conservatives and things like that, you'll know who Don, Dan Bongino is. I believe he's a former Secret Service agent. Oh, the host of Unfiltered on Saturday Night Standing. Your quick emotional reaction. I think everyone's a little emotional here uh, about this raid. Watch this. Yeah, I mean, you think? This is some third world bullshit right here. Whoa. Let me say it again. Third world bullshit. Wow. 
I mean every word of that. I don't care that it's cable news. I was a federal agent. I raised my right hand. And I swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. And I love this country. This is a freaking disgrace. A disgrace. We don't live in Cuba. We don't live under Kim Jong-un. We live in a constitutional republic, a representative democracy. You have a bunch of FBI agents raiding the home of a former president because they don't like his politics? Are you kidding me? Wow. Uh, This whole thing is so preposterous. Everything about this next election is so great because the Republicans are vowing (laughs) revenge, whatever that means. And then you have the man himself whose home was violated by the FBI, and he released this. We are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. I don't know why it's raining there. You can't do a video with just not rain. This is a new ad that he has. He has not paid me to play this yet. I need to call it. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in over 40 years. True. Where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. True. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history. True. And we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. True. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. True. We are a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've never seen anything like this. We are a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is about all you get. We are a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant like never before, where the economy has been collapsing, where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. He likes pointing that we are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon. True. And China to use the trillions and trillions true. of dollars. Of- look, look, I ain't going to play the rest of it. Everything he's saying is true. You can't, you can't deny any of those facts that he just said right there. I think yesterday, honestly, why is this so fucking high? There we go. All right. Oh, that's why, because all these fucking levels are so high. Okay. Um, Yeah, we're a nation divided by two cults. I would agree to that wholeheartedly. Jesus. I mean, it... it, Seeing what happened yesterday shocked me. Honestly, shocked me to my core. Because... Has he been accused of any crimes in the last month or so? I mean, he's been out of office now for almost two full years. 
and they're invading his house? Is he, is he selling dope to the Colombians or something? Like, I, I, I'm kind of uh, lost at this. And, and, why, and by the way, there were thousands of supporters at Mar-a-Lago yesterday. Now, if this is a way to get him to run, I, I don't think Donald Trump's the kind of guy that can be bullied into something. He's the bully. Um, I hope the GOP doesn't scoop up the fumble, get to the two-yard all triumphant before the Democrat corner slaps the ball away. Amen to that. I don't see the – look, look. I think the Democrat secondary is kind of like – Well, let's see the Texas Longhorn defense last year. You know, the same team that lost to fucking Kansas, and I'm not talking about basketball. Because the secondary is weak, the defense is weak, and the Democratic Party is weak. All this stuff can be fixed. We just need the right person. And is Donald Trump the right person? I don't know yet. I don't know. Maybe Ron DeSantis can fix it. But I tell you this right now, what happened yesterday, as an American, you should be angered. Not because it happened to Donald Trump, but because it happened to a private citizen. He is now a private citizen, and the FBI, with a search warrant, raided his house for no apparent reason. Let's play the stupid game, shall we? What would have happened if the FBI raided Barack Obama's house? What would happen? Uh, I mean, hey, FBI, why don't you go to Joe Biden's house? He has a son that has a computer that you know there's all kinds of shit on. But you go to Donald Trump's house. Interesting. At this point, it depends on how well Democrats and the media can spin the created jobs in air quotes, how gas is lower in huge air quotes, ignoring the still rampant inflation. You, you, the, the whole job thing, look, look, nobody's buying the job thing due to the fact that, that Joe Biden for the last year and a half has taken credit for job growth when it's actually people who are going back to their jobs after COVID knocked them out of work. How many small businesses have rebounded in the Joe Biden era? Hmm? Remember, I mean, when COVID hit, it was the end of a lot of small businesses. We saw a lot of places, historical places. There's a sandwich place in Sacramento that had been there for like 75 years. Couldn't afford to keep their doors open. And by the way, we're seeing the remnants of it today. Every time I take North Goliad Street here in Rockwall to I-30, I have to go by Taco Casa. And I like Taco Casa. Problem is, Taco Casa doesn't have enough employees to staff to open the dining room. Meaning the only way you can get food from Taco Casa, which is a popular place, is go through the drive-thru. And that's 45 fucking minutes. All because we shut down. 
Now, we shut down under Donald Trump's watch, and I I, I got a lot to say about that. I, if, if I were to sit down with him in an interview, I'd say, why did you shut everything down? And his answer is going to be right. He's going to say, well, it's a state's rights issue. And you have to be okay with that. But he was the one where the buck stopped. Jobs restored is not created. No, it's not. And that's what this administration has been lying about. They're telling you, oh, we've created all these jobs. No, they haven't. Mm, Taco Casa, I miss that place. Yeah, it, and, and we don't go there that often because, well, the line's just too fucking long. The FBI agent that led the raid was appointed by Trump. You can say the cops are crooked, but the FBI does not get involved in anything less than corruption. Stephanie, come on. The FBI is the most impotent form of law enforcement that we have. This is the same group that investigated Brett Kavanaugh. And you cannot like these people, the Brett Kavanaugh's of the world. That's fine. He was investigated by the FBI when he became a federal judge. And then they investigated him again when he was named to the Supreme Court like they always do. And then they investigated him two more times and put him on trial in front of Congress for being at a party when he was 15 years old that nobody else remembers, and he held a girl in the room. Not physically, he just closed the door. Even her best friend wouldn't testify for. And who ran that? The Federal Bureau of Investigations. Now, if the guy who led the raid was appointed by Trump, then so be it. But the FBI is probably, I'll say it, the most corrupt policing agency in America. I would trust the CIA more than I trust the FBI. The FBI is now Dems police force, pretty much. The most uh, laughable hypocrisy of the current administration power structure is saying that we want government to help people and to avoid being the subject of ultra-wealthy and huge corporations. Yet their policies for the last two years has been to Shut down small companies and allow the bluing power and influence of the ultra-wealthy and huge corporations. Who would have thunk it, right? Well, look at this. I mean, the, the, this brand-new bill that they've signed in, the $712 billion, not quite the build back better, it allows loopholes for the wealthiest Americans and taxes any income, any homes that make under $400,000 a year. If you make, if you're home, you're man and wife, if you make under $400,000 a year, guess what? Your taxes are going up. Make more than that, your taxes aren't going up. Uh, the FBI was the personal subjective police of Eric Holder, who refused to even entertain the notion of investigating Barack Obama. That template still holds today, and the raid is an example of that. The FBI is a joke and has been seen, uh, been for years. Sadly, my agency is quickly becoming a joke, too, under political pressure and wokeness. Ah, oh, state's rights. You know, uh, we were flying from closed-ass California to the land of the free Texas. God bless Texas. Mm-hmm. Obama used the IRS as a political weapon against conservatives and Republicans. And you say, how did, how did he do that? Well... Who's in charge of finding out if people were insured or not? Because if you weren't insured during Barack Obama when they when they first passed that law, and thank God it's not here anymore, 
um, the 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 health care plan. If you did not have uh, insurance, you were fined, and that fine was carried out by the Internal Revenue Service. Now, I don't think the Internal Revenue Service was built for that, yet they were the watchdog. And even, even John Roberts, that's when I stopped trusting John Roberts, when he said, no, this is a tax, this is not a law. Huh? fuck are you talking about? If you go back, and, I, and I'm sure you can get this if you Google it, this is a true story. I remember reading this. The original Obamacare plan, you know, universal health care, stated that doctors, th- this was the original bill and they had to take it out. This is part of that like 4,000 page you know, law that they wanted to put in. If doctors told you to lose weight or quit smoking or do anything that you had to and you didn't, they could report you to the police. I want you to think about it. They could report you to the police if you didn't stop smoking. Now, we can all sit around and say, ah, oh, smoking's gross. Smoking's disgusting. They should do that. No, they shouldn't. It's legal. It's legal to smoke. Pretty much nowhere, unless it's at your house, but still legal. They could do the same thing for alcohol. They could do the same thing for weight. Because you're overweight, you could go to jail, according to the first writing of that bill. Now, do you want to talk about control? And that was what, 2010? Um, let's see. Funny how the Dems investment business didn't have to shut down, right? Uh, right, Gavin Newsom? Yeah, it's funny. I mean, you know, French Laundry, his winery. All the wineries in Napa closed except one. Hmm. It was owned by Gavin Newsom. Isn't that strange? The new tax policy and DEMS policies in general are made to make you broke and relying on the government handouts. Well, you see, this is what happened. And if, you, if you're if you going to say, well, we won't do that, we're America. Well, we've already failed that test the first time. Hence, Taco Casa. People are staying home because they're paid to stay home. The government's going to pay you to stay home. You know why? You don't want to work. Who really wants to work? Nobody wants to work. Everybody wants to just sit at home and do whatever makes them happy. I can't blame them. That's that's just human beings. I don't fault that. I want to do that. And the government's going to pay you to do that. Well, of course you're going to keep those people in office and keep handing you checks. And you don't have to go to work, and they're going to provide you health care? Fucking hey, I work for the government. Uh, yep, 2% penalty of your annual salary for not having medical insurance. Yep, there it was. They could have done the same thing if you're ordered to lose weight. If the government pays for care over condition and you can control, it's a form of fraud. Alicia, she says, hey, y'all just got off work. How you feeling, Arnie? I'm exhausted. I, I, I'm holding stuff in, but only, like, I, I think I've gotten five hours of sleep in the last two nights. So there you go. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize, Scott. There were two wineries open. Aunt Nancy is the co-owner of the other one. Well, isn't that convenient? Isn't that convenient? 
Screw that. I would get so bored sitting at home. Well, you don't have to sit at home. You can go out and do stuff. You can do, you know, projects around the house. You can do whatever you want. Government's going to pay you to do it. It's all good. Oh, fucking fantastic. Woo! Isn't it great to be an American? I sure as fuck don't want to work 90 to 100 hours a week, but I'd rather do this than be homeless on government scraps. Oh, man, I'm sorry, my friend. I appreciate that, Alicia. Appreciate it a lot. I mean, I'm, in, I'm good enough to do the show today. we got listener mail coming up. Um, uh, interesting le- letter coming up this morning about co-hosts, and I've got an announcement to make this week. Uh, today I'll make the announcement. Not a huge announcement, nothing, you know, groundbreaking or shattering. Wake me up when the government is no more, uh, Fred. Uh, that's going to be a long, long fucking time, my friend. Um, all right. Now, now we need to do something here. And, and this is going to be the last, last uh, Washington-type political story until I get to our fearless leader in the third hour of the show today. Uh, I want to look up, look up a word. Okay. I'm looking up. Um, all right. <clears throat> the definition, the, the, the words I'm looking up are sanctuary city. Sanctuary city. A city whose municipal law tends to protect undocumented immigrants from deportation or prosecution despite federal immigration law. Now, a sanctuary city is breaking a federal law, and we allow it. Okay, all right. Uh, I'd like to know why New York City Mayor, hold on. New York City! Mayor, uh, Eric Sucks a Dick Adams, is pissed off. Greg Abbott tore into him. That's Governor Wheels here in Texas. He tore into him by being upset that a few dozen immigrants have moved to New York City. New York City! I need to get that in Spanish. Um, What's the definition of a sanctuary city? If you're so mad that you got like 70 fucking Mexicans, and that's what, I'll just say they're Mexicans because they're coming from Mexico. I know they're all from everywhere, but we'll just keep it easy. You got 70 or 80 illegal Mexicans in New York now. And you're pissed about it, yet you're a sanctuary city. How can you get pissed if you're a sanctuary city? And why are you pissed? Come on, bring us your tired. I mean, they're the ones that have been crying. Read the bottom of the Statue of Liberty. Hey, hey, Mayor Eric Adams, you don't even have to take a flight to see the fucking Statue of Liberty. I imagine you just open your office window. Uh, 70s Latinx. Uh, this is one of many reasons Sac sucks. Is Sacramento a sanctuary city as well? Hey, hey, Governor Abbott, I know that your office is probably listening right now. Um, 
if you could do me a favor, how about you send some of them buses to San Francisco? Send some to L.A. Find every sanctuary city and send a bus there. I was watching the news about this yesterday. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. They set up a camera right there on the Rio Grande, right at the southern entrance where they're all coming in. And it showed dozens and I mean dozens, there were two lines of these people crossing the river. They had all the shit they could carry above them so they didn't get it wet. And they're crossing the river, and this video is just showing it happened. Then the next picture they showed was a picture of a body lying in these woods. Due to the fact that three of these morons, they decided to leave the group and try to find uh, freedom their own way. And they had been lost for, are you ready for this? 11 days. And the dude died. <laughs> Please don't. They eventually make my way to my ER. Okay. Alicia, for you, we'll just keep them in San Francisco. Not to Sacramento. I don't want to do that to Sac. The motherfucker died after wandering around for 11 days. Now, why was he wandering around for 11 days? Well, that's because Border Patrol has been handcuffed by the federal government due to the fact that we whipped some of them. Oh, wait. That's right. Those are the reins that you pull on a horse when you're riding. I apologize. I was a Democrat there for a second. They brought out whips and treated them like slaves. No, they didn't. Jesus Christ. I I just, I, I, I'm at a loss of words for the hypocrisy, for everything that's happening in in my country right now, I turn on the news and I just don't recognize. we've, We've turned into a third world nation. We're being led by a crazed dictator who's using Joe Biden as a puppet because that guy is definitely not smart enough to run the country. So the best way to get something done... If you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, and by the way, just, um, you know how Joe Biden's been sidelined by the, uh, the horrible and dreaded coronavirus? turn that down. Okay, good. Remember that? Remember he, he, he's been out of office for about seven, eight days? Where was Kamala Harris? I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. I, I mean, I appreciate, you know, giving us your GQ outfit. Elections matter. Oh, they do. And when folks vote, they order what they want. And uh-huh. in this case, they got what they asked for. Wazzle dizzle, the Democrats getting the shit kicked out of them in November. Where was she? I mean, usually when the president's sick, do you remember when, 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 when Trump went to uh, Walter Reed? And Mike Pence was ahead of the country? Where was Kamala? 
Yeah, I, I, I'm glad that she didn't take the oath of the presidency at that point. But isn't that the standard procedure? And by the way, nobody's talking about that. How long were they going to let him go before they swore her in as president? What happens, God forbid, because I don't want to see the old man die. I just want to see him out of office. But what happened if he took a turn for the worst? Interesting stuff, isn't it? Kamal was ordering hot dogs supersized to practice her important skills. <laughs> it's like that episode of Family Guy. This is the only, there, there are two good Meg things that ever happened. When she queefed in the tub and it freaked Stewie out, it was amazing. And I'll never forget watching this live for the first time and seeing it when she grabbed a, a, a package of, like, ballpark wieners. And she looked at it and she said, tonight, boys, you're the New York Knicks. She took it in her room. I've never laughed that hard at, at, at Family Guy before. Oh, man. Oh, Kamala, you Indian giant, you. I, I, you know, I think there are wrestling promotions that probably could sue her for gimmick infringement. Speaking of wrestling, last night, Monday Night Raw, not bad. Not bad. Now, let me just tell you about Better Call Saul. Now, I ain't going to ruin it because last night was the second to last episode. Better Call Saul was an hour and 21 minutes last night. I was watching the show, and I got to tell you, you know, Vince Gilligan, he's super producer, super director, the guy who created Breaking Bad. It, you need to get off your artsy-fartsy fuck. Um, 20 minutes of an hour and 21-minute episode was spent watching people either read, sit quietly in an office, wait for a phone call, take a bus without saying a word. What the shit is that? Oh, that was tough to watch. I'm glad there's only one episode left. I was not happy with that. But I did watch it, and next week's the last episode, so thank God. Uh, Smothered is back, so I married, or so I'm in love with the Mama's Boys on, too. I didn't get to see those, uh, but excited to watch them. Better Call Saul and Wrestling was last night. Uh, WWE, not bad. Pretty good. Pretty good. Not great, but not bad. Um, show fill, no, it, look, look. The show's an hour long. If you're going to make the show an hour and 21 minutes long, you don't need 20 minutes of people reading and riding buses without saying a word. If those shows were accurate, they'd spend half an hour showing strung-out jerk-offs on Central Avenue jaywalking and getting hit by speeders or the cops shooting first and asking questions later. Speaking of speeders, holy Christ, has anybody, has anybody got to watch? I, I saw it, and I know everybody's seen it probably. The doorbell cams of Anne Hayes' driving. 
So she starts off at, like, some storage locker place, and the security guard's trying to, to get to her because she's, like, crashed into a, 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 a storage unit. And she speeds away. And she's seen driving down. These aren't city streets. These are neighborhood streets. 90 miles an hour. And then it shows the straight-ahead shot she has that, that she took going 100 miles an hour into some poor bastard's house. Burnt the fucking house down. She's all burnt to a crisp. She's in a coma right now. And it's not looking good for her. Not not coma-wise, but a lot of people saying that she was hammered drunk. Woo! Not as bad as The Sopranos ending with black screen. Black screen? Oh, amen to that. That was that was atrocious. Still the worst ending ever. She thought she was playing Princess Diana in a movie. I used your Diana joke today. I did do a joke for TikTok today. What's the difference between spilled milk and Princess Diana? Spilled milk's easier to get out of car seats. And Hache, yeah, and Hache. Ellen's first girlfriend that was out in public. And then she dumped Ellen and and and, and went on her, her merry way of penis. But yeah, she's in the hospital right now in a coma. Uh, they say it could go either way. Uh, I would almost say one of two things. One, oh darn, another dead celebrity. Or two, another celebrity who will get a plea deal to avoid any realistic incarceration or punishment. Well, well we, we know uh, that... Joe Biden, what he would think. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. There you go. That's all Ann Hayes has to do is call up the president and go, hey, you want to give me a pardon? Ann Hayes had one good movie with Harrison Ford, The Six Days, Seven Nights. Let, let's just put an end to that real quick. That movie sucked. Okay, anytime Harrison Ford isn't Jack Ryan... Indiana Jones, a lawyer who can't remember who he is, Evil Knievel, or Han Solo, I don't want to see it. That was some fucking kind of bullshit, artsy-fartsy movie for fucking Harrison. I remember seeing that, and I was like, what is Harrison Ford doing? Oh, my God. Holy shit. You know what? V Coop, we're doing that joke right here, right now. We're going we're gonna to do this live on the show. Oh, that joke is golden. I got to get my stand out. Hold on a second here. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. I'll edit it during the break, but we'll film it now. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Get off here. Get up. God damn this phone. I fucking hate technology so much. Oh. <sighs> All right, there we go. <laughs> All right, here we go. <coughs> Let me find it. Okay, there we go. Taking dad jokes back because my dad never told a shitty joke. What do KFC and Anne Hache have in common? They're both extra crispy. All right, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> 
All right, we'll edit that one. Uh, v Coop, that's awesome. That is awesome. Harrison Ford as the ass-kicking president. Very true. That one, too. Okay, okay, yeah. L- l- let me just Anne Heche is a rotten actress. And I'm not putting her down because she's all burnt up or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, if Paul Pelosi doesn't get a felony for DUI, then no one should. Oh, he's not. He's not going to get it. Oh, God, no, he's not going to get a felony DUI. Come on, his nephew's the governor of California. Now, let's change gears, shall we? I saw this this morning, and I almost wet myself laughing. Seriously. Came close. Um, just to let you know, uh, I will be available at any time. I'm in a large glass container. Whenever you need a man, you can just break for emergency. Pete Davidson. (laughs) Pete Davidson is in trauma therapy after being triggered by Kanye West's online harassment over his relationship with Kim... Kardashian. Oh. <laughs> she's not a washed up actress. She's burned out. Uh, oh, that's a joke. You can tell something like that. Uh, why did Anne Hayes leave Hollywood? She was burned out. Boom. That one, that one could be tomorrow's joke. We don't know. Um. The comedian and actor is said to have decided to seek out help after Kanye made numerous threatening posts about him on social media. The star, quote-unquote, is said to have found the attention and and negativity a trigger and has been receiving trauma therapy since April. Good God, how bad does your pussy smell, Pete Davidson? I swear to God, if I was walking down a dark alley and Pete Davidson faced me, I would go running towards him to whoop his ass. Kim said that she found the, the fake New York Times headline appalling. She probably said that when she was gargling Kanye's balls. Kim and Pete split last week after struggling to make their schedules and distance work, which I, I heard that's not true. I heard it was because he was too immature, whatever. Now, this is what I got to say. This is what I got to say about Pete Davidson. <clears throat> Pete Davidson, you got an ass whooping coming from Kanye, and I am so anti-Kanye, it's not even funny. But in the world of men and bro code and dude law, you were friends with Kanye. You don't ever go out with your friend's ex 
that's something that's ingrained in you from, from like six years old. I'm sorry, but no one can follow Kanye. There's no fuck more crazy or more rich. You can't follow up Kanye. That's true. Pete is too immature. Not surprising. How about this, Pete? You have your fortune. You've earned your fame. Now step the fuck aside for someone else to become famous or make some money. That is if your pussy ego will allow it. Oh, yeah, they were friends. Douglas, they were pals. Pete's like, the, the reason why Pete was kept on Saturday Night Live so long is because he had this connection with the hip-hop society, yet he's as fucking white as driven snow. And he was friends with, uh, like, like, like all the rappers. Not Hitler. Not that rapper Hitler that we've talked about on this show. But he was friends with Connie. Connie and he went out to dinner a few times. But you never, never. And, and I'm usually talking about girlfriend. Wife is even worse. I mean, you, you don't do that. That's bro code right there. Yeah, look, look, and I don't like using the word bro due to the fact that the afternoon show I was on could have been called dude and bro because those were the only words they fucking said. But I got to say it. I've been using bro code my whole life on that one. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. See, that's a way to get kicked out of the circle, the lifeboat, and an ass whooping. You don't do that. You don't do that. And and look, look, you don't do it on a personal level as well because Kanye West can always go up to Pete and say that that phrase that no one can come back from. You can't come back from this. So, Pete, how does my dick taste? That's it right there. That, that, that's reason enough alone. Hey, I'm Team Kanye on this one. I'll just say it right now. Kanye, I'm sure you're listening right now, brother. As-salamu alaykum. Uh, but uh, that should be your new next uh, New York Times headline. Hey, Pete, how does my cock taste? I could have also named that show Mouth Kissing Your Kids. Pete got to bang Kate Beckinsale. She was way better than Kim K. Uh, Cowboys girl. I, 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 you like Kanye. I can't stand I think his music is garbage. I think he's garbage. But I'm team Kanye on this. We'll, we'll see. I, hopefully Pete gets out of his trauma soon. He's already left Saturday Night Live. So I'll say this right now. Saturday Night Live got better. And they haven't even put out a new episode. You remember yesterday how we were talking about John Leguizamo? Such a dumb thing to say. There were many dicks before Kanye. Yeah, but Kanye had the last one. That's all he's got to say. I'm sorry. It's true. You remember yesterday we were talking about John Leguizamo being pissed? that James Franco is playing Fidel Castro, and he's not pissed for the right reasons. Like, if I were to do a big budget movie on Fidel Castro, you know, I'm going to think of a lot of other actors. 
Here you go. Here's one. Here's one. If I want to make money. And, and look at there. He's Latino. Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. Shit, he could play him. I'm not looking at James Franco. If I was making a movie about getting kicked in the balls and snorting ecstasy, James Franco's my guy. Having sex with underage girls while you're in college, bam, James Franco. We got past that yesterday. Well, now, so I, and I have to defend somebody I don't like, and you know I hate doing that. They're trying to make Kanye look crazy. He's a smart guy. Kanye's crazy. Look, Kanye's nuttier than squirrel shit after Thanksgiving. That motherfucker is not a genius. Yeah, look, look, you can call yourself a genius, and you can call yourself Jesus all you want. I can call myself thin. Hell, I can call myself the fucking quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys as long as I want to. Don't make it true. That motherfucker is nuts. Y'all remember what he did in Sacramento? He left the stage after one song, checked into a nut house. Benicio Del Toro, Gerard Butler, and Jimmy Smith. Oh, man, Jimmy Smith would be great. Smiths. Jimmy Smiths. Or Benicio Del Toro. Oh, I don't have a problem with Gerard Butler, but, I mean, if I'm trying to keep a Latino to keep John Leguizamo on my happy side. Now Renee Zellweger's in, 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 in a world of heat. Now, we got to stop this. Renee Zellweger responds to criticism for wearing a controversial fat suit and prosthetics to play real-life killer Pam Hupp. Uh Uh-huh. And? Swoosh got his start. uh, Swoosh says Pete got his start on uh, Nick Cannon's Wild and Out. Nick dated uh, Kim before all of them. Well, Ray J dated him before everybody. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it is truly. Hello, Hello down, down there, there Kim. 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 I, I think, think, think you parked park your Ferrari, Ferrari here. 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 Um. I don't know what it is with Renee Zellweger. I mean, she was married to Kenny Chesney for, what, like two and a half days, and they annulled it because allegedly he likes penis. I did, I, that's I, all alleged. But here's a gal who's an actress. And, and, and first of all, I don't give a fuck who they give roles to. When it, when it comes down to things, now now look. If you need, if the character is a black character, I think you should use a black actor. <laughs> okay, I did, call me crazy. That one's a tough one to get around. But Renee Zilger played a fat serial killing woman. Why are people mad that she did? So only fat women can go for fat roles. So I guess Melissa McCarthy will be the only fat actress working in Hollywood then. Who else we got? The, oh, the broad from Criminal Minds, the, the computer gal, she's a little bit heavy. 
I, I, I'm so tired of this bullshit. You can't play that role. Really? Where was all this when we had Colin Farrow playing a Confederate soldier? Ha, ah, Faith and Begores, I'm down here in Dixie. Shut up. Gee, I can't imagine why I stopped watching the vast majority of new movies and TV shows. Something about the story and the acting being overshadowed by <laughs> intersectional pigeon shit. Should they have cast Adele? Fuck you. God damn it. Gotta play this goddamn thing now. Yeah, hello. Hello. It's me. Yeah, I know it's you. I know it's you. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. Nope. No, I don't. Don't want to meet you. Don't want to see you in concert either. Don't want to pay 40 grand to see you. You want to get mad about something, let's get Arnie mad about something, shall we? You know, there's Madden and there's Arnie Matt. How about the father of country music? Now, you know I love country music. It is near and dear to my heart. The father of country music. Let's see. His name is Hank Williams Sr. Okay? You might have heard of him. He, he's a fellow who did this song. Hear that lonesome whippoorwill He sounds too blue to fly The midnight Or this one All together now Your cheating heart Will make you You'll know him now. Now you know him. Okay, here we go. Everybody! Say, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? By the way, that's my go-to karaoke right there. And they got Tom motherfucking Hiddleston. Isn't that Loki? Isn't that him? Tom Middleson. Tom Middleson, he ain't even from America, let alone the South. Do you know that 17,000 Alabamans or Alabamians, whatever they're called, albinos, showed up for Hank Williams Sr.'s funeral and it shut down Birmingham? Never been done before, never been done since. And you're going to get Tom Hiddleston to play. And I remember when I went off on that, I was told I was stupid. Oh, Arnie, you're so stupid. Anybody can play that role. Well, if we're going to get mad that that Renee Zellweger is playing this and and James Franco is playing Fidel Castro, then God damn it, I want a personal apology right here and now from Tom Hiddleston. Oh, Hank Jr. Hank the Third was pissed, and rightfully so. And yes, I watched the film, and it was garbage. Why, I'm Hank Williams Sr., my little boy Balsifus. That's what he sounded like. 
He sounded like he was a horse that had peanut butter on his mouth. But Renee Zellweger can't play a fat chick. (laughs) Oh, reasons why I hate our country. I love America, but I hate our fucking country. I think some casting agents should play a huge practical joke on the woke and cast Michael Sarah in a movie about James Earl Jones. Hi, I'm Michael Sarah. This is CNN. This is CNN. Oh, the trannies are back. The trannies are back, everybody. Watch out. The trannies, they haven't been talked about in a while. Can we call them trannies or is that a hate crime? I, I'm, I'm just wondering. Due to the fact that after spending the last 35 years swimming at her local YMCA pool, what's this gal's name? Julie Jammin. 80-year-old Julie Jammin has been permanently banned. from her local YMCA uh, pool after demanding that a transgender employee leave the women's locker room. She said, I saw a man in a woman's bathing suit watching maybe four or five little girls pulling down their suits in order to use the toilet. I asked if he had a penis, and he said it was none of my business. I told that man to get out right now. Now, ask family, I need your help. I need your help. Ask family, it's time to play this game, and this is the most important. You make the call. We've ever played. I want you to put yourself in this position of this 80-year-old woman. You're not 80. You haven't been swimming there for, let's, let's say that you've been using a local YMCA pool for the last 10 years. And you see a transgendered man in the restroom. Now, was he looking at kids? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Would you allow your kids to use the bathroom facilities at the YMCA if you knew adult men were going to be using the facilities as well, even though they're dressed as women? I, I, ask family. I'm, I'm just asking you to. You make the call. And, 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 look, look. I hope that y'all are more open-minded than me, but uh, I'll go ahead and tell you my answer is no. says, when you said trannies are back, I imagined a motorcycle gang of trans people all revving their motors and 60s rock music playing before Adam West Batman confronts them with some contrived, wholesome-sounding message about decency before one takes a limp-wristed swing and Robin has to thwack some ugly, obese troglodyte with green hair and nose rings. Now, Douglas says, I'm being very sarcastic, by the way. She is so transphobic, I'm appalled that she doesn't want men watching little girls in the ladies' locker room. 
So the question I asked is, would you allow your kids to go to that YMCA? Kale says, negative Ghost Rider. Battleborn Nebraska says, hell no. Uh, Scott says, I would tell them to change in stalls. Cowboys Girl says, absolutely not. Andrew says, that's a hard one for me. C. Nasty says, fuck no. And Hot Mama says, good morning, ass. Hot Mama, good morning to you. Oh, criminy. I saw your picture. Yeah, you got to cut that kid's hair. That boy needs a haircut before his senior year. And get ready, everybody. We are in that time. That time where you go to social media and all you see are the back the fucking school pictures. Oh, here's so-and-so starting sixth grade and her sister starting ninth grade. Duh. Hate this time of year. Oh, yeah, if you couldn't tell I was crabby as shit before, I am now. I'm in a good mood, though. (laughs) Hot Mama's response to pedophilia is good morning, ass. That's perfect timing. It really is. Tell them to use the uh, single-use family restroom in the middle. Your kids or the transgender person? Look, I, 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 why can't we all agree that pre-op, you're still using the men's room. Post-op, you can use the gal's room. You ain't got a wiener no more. I, I, I mean, this makes me happy that my daughter is out of school. I can only imagine. I, I can't imagine what, what it would be like to be a kid going to school these days with all the woke policies, with all the things you cannot say anymore. Oh, little Arnie Jr. would definitely... Hey, look, look. I'd probably have to homeschool Arnie Jr., and that would not be my choice. It, it, it wouldn't be my choice. Because Arnie Jr. is going to get kicked out of school. And Arnie Sr., he's probably going to get kicked out of every kind of fucking school function or meeting that he ever attends, which won't be many, but he will. And yes, I'm talking about myself in the third person, because I'm that fucking cool. Uh, Arnie gets to start his favorite pastime of sitting on his porch yelling at kids to get off his lawn. <sighs> no, you know what? Here's the thing, Stackar. These kids today, yeah, and I know I am that old man. I do need to get a rocking chair for out in front of the house. We got a goddamn collection of rocking chairs in the house now. A little Roscoe around. I need a big old rocking chair out front. Tell them to keep moving. Keep on moving. Sit out there with my chewing tobacco and Dr. Pepper 10. Think I'm angry now. Wait till I start drinking that Dr. Pepper 10 shit. Um, these kids, though, I saw this happen last year, and I was, I was bamboozled and flabbergasted all at once. School buses stopped right at this kid's house. It's a regular old, the house behind us. And they're little yapping, sorry-ass dogs that fucking just, oh, they irritate the shit out of Bubba and me. Oh, by the way, if anybody knows a line on how to get uh, borbles, please do, because uh, Bubba has turned his back on me. Bubba is no longer my dog. He's taken off, so okay. He's still in the house, but he's no longer my dog. It's time to get Lou. I want a borble. I want a brown, uh, uh, well, yeah, a fawn-colored borble. We're going to name him Lou, which is short for Lucifer. 
And I'm going to get one of them baby carriers where I carry Lucifer around with me everywhere. Arnie's going to pull a Clint Eastwood and point a finger gun at these kids as they walk by. Don't forget your spittoon. Oh, no. Women are being devalued by the trans agenda. There was a time when women were protected. Well, they're still protected in my world. But I think this is, this to me is starting, we're jumping the shark now with this. We're banning an 80-year-old woman from a YMCA pool because, and, and, and we're forcing people in their 80s and 90s to completely believe in all this mismatched bullshit that's out there right now. I'm 50 and I ain't buying it. Can you imagine an 80-year-old, somebody stuck in their ways? Not willing to use proper pronouns, not willing to do that because, well, they're fucking 80. Something about an old dog, new tricks is is ringing in my head. I I, I don't know. It's a phrase I, I once heard in passing. That's not even the worst transgender story we have today. Nope, that one's next. That one is definitely next. You ready for this? I guess you can make the call here on how bad these kids' parents are. According to his mother, Elena Borrell, who's 27 years old, her daughter, Charlie Danger Lloyd, who is all of four years old. Has wanted to be a boy since the age of two. The child's mother said the moment was inspired by Charlie's previous gender reveal before his birth. He wasn't your typical little girl. He would play with other boys and the parents would say he was more of a boy than their own children. Since starting his transition four months ago, Charlie's only been wearing clothes for boys and also had his hair short. His parents say his confidence has surged. All right, ass family, I got a question for you. Do you allow your four-year-old to pick what they want to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Do you? Do you let your four-year-old go to the mall alone? Let's take a mall. Do you let your four-year-old go anywhere alone? Four. You allow your four-year-old to drive because a lot of people in this country think you have a right to drive at birth. So I just want to know, anybody letting a four-year-old drive? But you're allowing a four-year-old to make a decision on their sex at four. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. No, that wasn't me. Bubba's not in here. Uh, Oh, I know what I'm smelling. 
I'm smelling that this is all a bullshit story set up by his fucking mama to gain some notoriety. Do you know what this is? I'm going to tell you what this is. This is the new cancer. Or new sickness. I'll give you. I'm not saying that I don't want anybody to run and say, oh, are you saying transgenders are like cancer? No. Hear me out. Remember when parents, and there's some bad parents out there. Do we do we not remember this? What was that girl's name? It was a Hulu thing. Oh, Joey King starred in it. Thing about the girl whose mom said she had cancer and had all these horrible diseases and kept her down. That way she would be in the limelight of the neighborhood all the time. That's what this transgender shit is. That's all this is. Look at what my kid has. It's a way for your kid to stand out as an individual. Uh, let's see. Um, Battleborn <laughs> just says, <laughs> I got to do this one here. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I went through a tomboy phase. This is child abuse, yeah? Uh, the child's getting more attention but has nothing to do with their confidence. Nope. She's more of a boy than my son. Well, that's called tomboy or lesbian. I ask sometimes, but generally, no, I pick what they eat. Schedule that four-year-old for a tattoo next week. You might as well. I mean, the, the four, if the four-year-old wants a tattoo, the four-year-old gets a tattoo. Fred says, do you let your four-year-old do your taxes? You might as well. I mean, if they want to, right? I can still be more of a tomboy, but I'm still a woman. Uh, Douglas says, correct the mundo. Hold on. Oh, wow. I got to correct the mundo today. Correct the mundo. I can't wait to see what shit show is going to be in 20 years when these kids can vote. Oh, please. Death. Either death or nursing home. Manchowson syndrome. That's what these parents have that push their kids to be trans. I, I, I don't know what it is. If that's the clinical name for it, I've heard that, and I'm not exactly sure what it means, but I'll, I'll say okay. Gypsy, Gypsy Rose, that was the girl. Remember that? Has anybody seen that thing? That thing on Hulu was creepy as shit. This little girl, Gypsy Rose, who had been manipulated by her mother into believing that she had fucking cancer and Hodgkin's and fucking... Diphtheria, athlete's foot, she was a cripple, all kinds of shit. Giving her medication, numbing her up. All so they could be the toast of the neighborhood. Get free shit. Always be welcome at places. They can cut in lines. We all know what happened with Gypsy Rose, don't we? That little girl snapped. That little girl snapped and fucking got on the internet and found some fucking doofus. She decided to fucking give the poonanny up to him, and that guy was hooked. And she said, hey, can you kill my mama? And doofus said, yeah, I can kill her. Now, Gypsy Rose is still in jail, rightfully so. But, hey, her mother fucking took her entire childhood just like this mother is doing. 
Hot Mama says, poor little girl. Amen. Amen to that. People don't know how to think for themselves. They have to follow the narrative like sheep. Oh, they do. Oh, and, and, and you know what? Our, 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 the show pastor, he has something to say about that. You know why they let that nonsense go on for weeks? Because they want to distract the sheep. <laughs> our pastor kicked Democrats out of church. <laughs> So we'll say what we want to, Skippy Lou. And the IRS and the FBI and everybody we've been turned into can eat my dirty socks on live TV. And your little dog, too. God, he's awesome. (sighs) I, I, I feel bad for... Every teacher that this little girl comes across, every school, every kid. We all know the running story of kids always tell the truth. Kids are brutally honest. Let me just tell you something real quick. Depending upon how woke the school system is, where where, where are they at? Does it say where these fucking... Oh, they're in Vancouver. They're in British Columbia. Okay, so they're going to allow this to happen. Um, they even had his, his grandmama go out on the street. And they did a gender reveal. Oh, good Lord. His mother is a fucking pig. Dear Jesus. Woo! His mama is fucking tugboat from the WWE. Woo, daddy. She is Pigasaurus. Um, I'm here to tell you something. Uh, depending upon how woke the school is, if you take away brutal honesty from children, you're not allowing children to be children. And there are going to be children that go to that kid's school and say, you ain't no boy, you're a fucking girl. Might not say fucking, but if it was my kid, they would say fucking. Uh, you're a boy, you're a girl. Can't come in here. This is boys only. Real boys. Get ready. I, I, I'm just telling you, watch. It, it. I'm going to have to play that damn sound effect again. It, who knows? School's starting now. Who knows how many little boys are going to go to school as girls and how many little girls are going to go to school as boys now? Had a whole summer. You have to do a Christmas show and get Pastor Locke on there one more time. Oh, I'm waiting for him to do something. I'm going to call him up. I, I'll get him back on the show. I love him so much. Thank you for bringing him into my life, Arnie. You are welcome. All right. We'll take a break here. 775, no more Living Newton-John music, I promise. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Let's see. Uh, you know what? This is an appropriate song. Let's play Elizabeth Cook. Sometimes it takes balls to be a woman. Standing up to a test while wearing a party dress. Sometimes looks can be deceiving when not quietly overachieving. Oh, sometimes it takes balls. 
just like to leave Red oaks in a carnation wind Sending that to me. Braddy Kid says you should try riding in the car with him. We go from country to freak music to yodeling. I I I let's see. Do I do I have my favorite yodeling song in here? Uh let's see. Uh there's 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 the oh this one right here. This is my favorite one. They're in OKC in November? Oh my god! Here we go, everybody. Oh, there once was a yodeler on a mountain top high. When along came a kookaburra interrupting his cry. Oh, yeah. Oleakapia, oleakapoo. Oleakapia, oleakapoo. Oleakapia, oleakapoo. Oleakapia, oh. Oh, there once was a yodeler. See, we'll go from that then to uh, something like, uh, I don't know. I, y- it could go up to, you know, something like this right here. You know, it, it the song. it's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. No human contact. And if you interact, your life is on cut. It could go to this. Ready? It's the most powerful, it's the most powerful song I've ever heard. And by the way, this last note is all one breath. I can't do it. Pavarotti was the man. Well, I tell you what, if that don't get 
at your fucking loins moving right there. I, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Man, oh, man, that shit is good. Pavarotti was a shit. Ogre says, holy shit, I need to make yodeling metal. If you make yodeling metal, I will fucking play it on this show all the time. Uh-oh, now my German blood is stirring. I have the urge to cross a mountain and conquer someone. Um, by the way, my day was just made. I got a, a random message out of nowhere. I saw a buddy of mine on Facebook last week. It, it Really, he's more of like a brother to me. Uh, this guy... It, he was he he and I were like fucking brothers, like separate, not separated. We played golf together. We went eight together. We hung out together. That's my buddy Clint, buddy Clint, who was uh, uh, the director of golf up at Schaefer's Mill up in Truckee. Just found out he's become the uh, new general manager at Cotter Verdera. Congratulations, Clint! And he comes to to the Metroplex like four times a year. So Clint's going to be coming down here, and I get to see him. He reached out and said hello. I haven't talked to him in like three years. That is fucking awesome. I am so excited about that. Hopefully he's listening. If you're listening, Clint, good morning to you, my friend. Got to pick up my clubs now. Now I got to start playing because Clint would whoop my ass. Yeah, he whooped my ass before. He's a golf pro. He should whoop my ass. Uh, my friends call me Sybil with my music taste. If y'all don't know who that is, Google Sally Field Sybil. No, it wasn't Sally Field. Oh, wait, did she play Sybil the first time? Yeah, she played Sybil. Uh, what's her name? Sissy Spacek played Carrie. My bad. Speaking of Limp Biscuit, I watched the new documentary on Netflix and out Woodstock 99. What a shit show. I tried to watch it. I remember, uh, like, I remember that Woodstock. I remember watching it on TV when it was happening and the fires and the mud pits and everything. Oh, what a total shit show. And by the way, fuck Limp Biscuit. Fuckers, cancel my show. Um... I'm listening to the show. <laughs> well, good. Um, all right, so it's time now for Listener Mail. Uh, we do this each and every week on the show, brought to you by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, the rest. Oh, God. Man, oh, man. This they, I found this one out last night. The rest, they like to report people to the authorities for all kinds of reasons, right? And when you go and get interviewed at the authorities' place, the rest like to show up to your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they actually sell your house while you're with the authorities. They sell it real quick. And they use all the money they have from selling your house for methamphetamine that they can use themselves and they feed to their ostriches before performing sex on said ostriches. It's disgusting. You don't want a bunch of ostrich blankers. This is a commercial, so i got to keep it kind of clean. Uh, ostrich blankers working on your floors, do you? No. And you know who won't do that? My friend Jesse at JS Floors. He won't do that to you. He doesn't even like ostriches, for Christ's sake. What he likes is good quality floors, and he will do that for you. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. There you go. I never even knew of any shit going down. I remember 94 in the rain and mud, though. You, you, yes. Oh, yeah, it's it's terrible. Ostriches are horrible animals. <laughs> my 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 former niece, since I don't have family anymore, uh, we'll call her Gina. I'm sorry, Gina? Gina? Is it, is it Gina or Gina? One of those. Um, 
deathly afraid of ostrich. Deathly. I, I, I mean, like, my oldest niece, Angela, was scared of tomatoes after she saw um, uh, the, 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 the Killer Tomatoes movie, The Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. And my brother Tom put a, a, a whole crate of tomatoes in her room, and she peed all over the room. It was hysterical. So uh, I, I, I one-upped that. And uh, when I went to an event in, when I was still a part of the family, I wore ostrich skin boots just to keep my distance. Uh, they make great boots. Yes, yes, they do. All right, so there you go. All right, so we got mail. Uh, we, we ready for mail? All right, here we go. Let's see. We, we got to get to the right sound effects. I was too busy listening to the music and uh, texting with my buddy Clint. So um, uh, here you go. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, here we go. First letter today is from, let's see, Robert. Says, Arnie, hope you get to feeling better. But I was wondering something about the story you did about Hitler's watch. Yeah, yesterday we did the story about uh, Hitler's watch going up on auction. They'd, somebody paid a million dollars for it. Um, do you think that it would be a bad thing to wear that out in public? I mean, nobody's going to recognize it as Hitler's watch unless the person says something about it. So it doesn't seem like a really huge deal. What if a person of Jewish faith takes the watch and burns it or something like that as well? And that's from Robert. Um, first of all, if you got if you got a million dollars that you can buy a watch and burn it, more power to you. But now, let Robert, let's play in the real world here real quick. You spend a million dollars on a watch and you're not going to wear it? I don't think so. No, I think I think that's going to be your new go-to watch probably. You spend a million dollars on it. A million dollars to wear Hitler's watch. No, nope. I, 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 maybe 20 bucks, maybe. I hope the person that bought that doesn't give it to a Jewish friend. Derek Hitler, Hitler, he sounds amazing. By the way, V Coop put up a fantastic picture on the uh, Superfans page that I have stolen and put on my page and on my Instagram page. Damn paparazzi got me out at the beach. Oh, sweet. There we go. Uh, six. There you go. Clint gave me his number. I gave him it back. Uh, hello, Hitler was a rapper, and rappers wear watches in the form of giant clocks around your neck. <laughs> Ostriches are mean, very mean and quick. Oh, yeah, they are. There's this gal on TikTok where she has to put up her hand and stop this one ostrich from attacking her. Boy, I'd, I'd like to fuck up an ostrich. If I got a chance to grab by its neck and swing it in the air, that way I can make my own damn boots. Get my mint green fucking ostrich boots that I always wanted. I have green ostrich boots already. Not mint green, though. I have, like, Kelly dark green. I want, like, a light mint green. But, yeah, I, I, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. So, uh, But, yes, as far as – I don't know if I'd want to ever buy anybody's, like, watch. It, because I wouldn't want to wear it. It's like – remember that idiot I, I worked with? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jerkoff. When I was with Dog Shit and Jerkoff. 
That motherfucker used to wear a Cincinnati Bengals football jersey that was actually autographed by Chad Ochocinco. Now, look, if it, let, let's, let's pretend it was a real good player. Like, if you had a Tom Brady jersey and you wore the autographed one out, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he washed it, too. And I'm like, you washed it? You washed the autograph? You dumb son of a bitch. Uh, Jewish person. Oh, Fred, be careful. Uh, Jewish person's not going to spend a million dollars. Jewish person isn't going to spend a million dollars on a watch. That's not true. Jewish person isn't going to spend a million dollars on a watch and burn it because it was Hitler's. Jewish person might spend a million dollars on a watch if it was worth two million so they could sell it for two million. There you go. Get in your anti-Semitism while you can there, Fred. Oh, I, I think there are plenty of Jews out there that would buy that to burn the watch. Absolutely. Uh, there, there's, this one, there's this one particular place. It's called Hollywood where they have disposable incomes. I, I, I still don't, I don't understand the world that we live in. When people can drive around million-dollar cars, live in $30 million houses on one coast and a $20 million penthouse on the other, I'm like, where does this money come from? It amazes me. Happy late birthday, Fred. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. It was Fred's birthday, so uh, happy birthday to Fred. I wouldn't buy anything for a million dollars, not even Whore Island. Wow, you wouldn't even buy Whore Island for a million dollars? I would think that that would be a good deal. If you can get an actual island and you can get a community started and it only costs a million dollars, I think that'd be the way to go. All right, next one up. Here we go. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, all right, this one is from Heather. It says, Arnie, I don't really have a question, but more of a request. You see, I love the fact that you really can't sing. Well, you need to bite your tongue, young lady. These, these pipes are, are blessings from the Lord. Uh, and still go out and belt out the Ask Arnie songs. I was wondering if you could please, please do the Wild Rover song because I love that song. Keep up your amazing show. By the way, how can we get you to be getting on the big buck, getting the big bucks from Spotify? I don't know. Fucking call Spotify and say, hey, you got all these fucking worthless hacks doing podcasts. Come to Arnie. I'd beat Logan Paul. I would, I would, I would come close to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's pretty damn good. I, uh, it could go Joe Rogan, Arnie States, and then everybody else. Had a brand-new Cowboys side uh, line visor with tags on it. I wore it to a celebrity golf tournament a year ago. Got Tony Romo and him. Why did you get Tony Romo to sign it? That the, the, it lost all, the, the visor lost all value once you had that fucking hack. And then you had Emmett Smith. That brought down Emmett Smith's autograph. Since then, it's been in a bag to keep dust off of in my Cowboys collection now. Well, that, there you go. She must not be listening to ass when you do the Ask Arnie song because you have amazing pipes, bro. Uh, uh, as much as he wants to hear. Okay, well, we're, we're going to do it right here, right now. Are you all ready? Here we go. This is, this is for her. Oh, shit. It, 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 it's playing.
that we empty our bulging inbox. Hopefully it's good and no ad for Black Talks. Instead, I have answers for all of the fam. I should sell my knowledge for 10 bucks a gram, and it's no good. Write me. Go and write me right now, before I go and do it at Happy to do a request. Uh, remember, Cowboys pants are seafoam green. Gray. Green. Green. Cowboys girl, I attended when Emmett Smith was there. He would only sign autograph for kids. Total bummer. That does suck. I went to the one where Tony Romo was up in, in Tahoe, and he hit his drive, and I said, Troy hit it three times further because Troy has three rings, and Romo has zero. Because that's what Tony Romo is, is a gigantic fucking zero. Heather, I hope you enjoyed that. There you go. There was your song. All right. Got to take this out here. Uh, Derek says, bravo, my friend. Yeah. Uh, All right. Here we go. Next one up. Here it is. Let's see. Uh, Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Okay. Now, what the fuck do you want? Uh, All right. This is from Michelle. It says, Dear Arnie, this is going to be a serious question for you. You see, I recently walked out on my husband of five years because his drinking was out of control. Some of our mutual friends say I need to stand by him, but when he is drunk, he's out of control, and I've had enough. So my question is, do you sit on the side, uh, do you stand on the side of the friends that is truly death do you part, or do I get to walk away? Thank you. Michelle, I got to ask this question every once in a while. Uh, On every chip that I have in my home, my AA chips, and I have 25 of them, it says one thing on there and one thing mainly. This isn't about AA. This isn't about anything. I'm trying to help Michelle. I'm not trying to help her husband. To thine own self be true. I know this isn't a popular thing to say anymore, but I'll go ahead and say it because I truly believe it. If you don't take care of yourself, no one will. You have to look out for number one or you step in number two, as Rodney would say. Do I have that somewhere? I I used to have it. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Mm, I can't find it. So there you go. Um, But Michelle, (coughs) this whole uh, till death do you part thing, does that apply if he was beating you? Would the friend say you have to stay together if he puts you in the hospital? What if he's out cheating on you all the time and picks up, I don't know, maybe monkeypox or something? It could happen. Death do you part, right? No. It's not death do you part. 
if he's out of control when he's drinking and you're tired of it and you've had the conversation with him about it, what's keeping you there? You don't mention anything about kids. I don't know if you have kids or anything. Um, but why are you still there? Why are you still putting up with it? Because he's your husband? If he treats you like shit and he's out of control, why are you there? Why are you allowing this? And I'm not yelling at you. I'm just telling you, why are you allowing this? You will never get him sober. You will never get him in control. He has to do that. And who knows? Uh, Was this drinking this bad before the marriage? Have you talked to him? Yeah, there's a lot of questions to have. Um, I'm just taking on what's written to me. And I'll say this right now. No, you don't have to stay with him. You don't have to stay with him at all. If you have kids and he gets drunk one night and he takes one of your kids in the car and does Nan Haish, then what? You had the opportunity to go, take the kids with you, but you didn't because you believed the friends that said, till death do you part. And well, now death did you do you part because you lost not only your husband, but maybe one of your kids. Maybe your only kid. And you could have avoided that. Uh, I was wondering those questions, too. Shit, I'm just waiting for Arnie to go into a home. Four, four years, and well, the, the, the dream is 55 in a state-run home. So we're four years and a month away. Well, hold on. A month and eight days. So we're, what, 30-something days, 17, well, let's see. There's 21 days left this month. Or wait, no, no, there's, there's 22 days left this month. So 39 days till my birthday. So four years and 39 years and 39 days, I will hopefully be in a nursing home. Broadcasting, of course. And let me just tell you, those shows are going to be crazy. Because if my dementia slash Alzheimer's kicked in, I could be doing a story on fucking metal music and then all of a sudden go into listener mail out of nowhere. Douglas, I'm not doing anything for my birthday this year. Nada. Zip. Zilch. Zero. I'm watching the Longhorns play UT San Antonio. That's what I'm doing. Uh, She can be there for him while he's trying to get clean without living with him. Sure. You can do all this stuff. Look, Michelle, if you haven't talked to him, you need to talk to him, tell him about this. If he's not willing to change, what are you willing to put up with? I'm taking the Chuck E. Cheese. No, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. I, look, I'm not leaving the house on my birthday. I'm watching the Longhorns game. That's it. Longhorns game might, might make a stake. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, it's 51. I'm officially in my 50s now. That's a bummer. I'm not depressed about it. I just don't want to do anything. I just want to watch a Longhorn game. That's it. Cowboys game the next day. That's it. Good weekend. Rangers still in season? 
I think the Rangers are still in season. Shit, I might watch a Rangers game that day, too. Watch Rangers, Cowboys, and Longhorns all in the same day. That is a good birthday. Uh, But, Michelle, talk to him. But you know the answers. This is the problem is that every time, ooh, some cheeseburger cast. Well, that's my birthday. I want a steak on that day. By the way, I'm making steaks. I'm going to try something this week, and I, I usually don't like this because it, it goes against my my recipe on steaks where I use barbecue sauce as kind of the binder on there to be, build a nice big crust of barbecue sauce on there, and it's delicious. We're going to do the old butter in the cast iron skillet trick this week and then finish it off on the grill, but I do have a surprise in there that I'm going to have to try, so I'll be trying that out this week. Yeah, I haven't had the bundles cheeseburger casserole in ages. Um, Michelle, please write back. Let me know what happens. Have a talk with your husband. But once again, everybody knows the answers to these stories. Everybody knows the answers to these questions. You know it deep in your heart. You just got to be willing to answer it. Uh, let's see. Fred says, I didn't do anything for my birthday about Chinese food. I may have celebrated my birthday with friends at a steakhouse, but that's more than enough for me. Be around my closest friend and family. There you go. Arnie's at a steakhouse for his birthday. Y'all heard it here first. No, it, look, look, here's the thing. I got to tell you, I love going to steakhouses. I do. But I figured something out. And this is why I like going to barbecue places. Me and Andrew are going to uh, Terry Black's. I'm going to have a review for Terry Black's for you soon. Uh, It's like the top barbecue place in Dallas. It's like right across the street from Pecan Lodge, which is one of my favorite places, along with Hutchins and Oaked. I can't barbecue like those guys. I can't. I don't have the patience for it. I, 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 I can't smoke a brisket for 24 hours. If I smell it all night long, I'm going to be out there eating it. So that's why I go to barbecue places. Steakhouses, though, cost of beef now and what they're raising. And I mean, there are places to get real A5 Wagyu beef online. I'd be terrified to try to cook that, but I'd, I'd still cook the shit out of it. Um, but, yeah, I make a better steak than most steakhouses, in my opinion. In my tastes, I like my steak better than steakhouses. So, no, probably won't be going to steakhouse this year. Maybe ponchos. Ooh, no. Did you see that the brisket, uh, the briskets that got stolen? No, I did not see that. Was there a story about where did they get stolen from? Was it from that fucking, the highfalutin place, the place that we drove down to that was closed? Fucking jip. All right, next one here. Let's see. Uh... Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Edge, listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, You'll get me. Okay, cool. Uh, Arnie, this is from Brian. It says, Arnie, I enjoy tuning in each day live as much as I can, and I really do enjoy when you have guests on. I know you've talked about adding a co-host. Who would be your Mount Rushmore of co-hosts? Mount Rushmore of co-hosts. I'm going to get in trouble for this one. 
Oh, God damn, am I going to get in trouble for this one. Uh, first and foremost, the face of that Mount Rushmore. If I could have anybody, anytime, number one is Jerry States. I mean, he would occupy one, two, three, and four if I could. Uh, my number two to have a permanent co-host with, uh, by the way, he will be on on Thursday. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Tommy will be here on Thursday. Holy shit! Yep. There you go. Uh, I've worked with some really, really, you know, you know who I'd love to have on as a co-host? I'd love to have Vader on. Remember Vader from the old show? I would love to have Vader on and do a show with him. And the la- I, I don't know who I'd put in the last. I'm going to have to leave that one empty. That, that T- TBA, to be announced. But, yeah, Dad and Tommy, definitely number one and number two. Definitely number one and two. Uh, all right, let's see. Brad Kid sent me a story. Um, Texas barbecue restaurant manager says thief stole almost $3,000 worth of brisket. Boy, that's some ugly-looking brisket in that fucking tin. General manager of barbecue restaurant in Texas, uh, Allison Krim, manager of La Barbecue in Austin, said that 20 briskets were stolen by someone who jumped the fence around 4 a.m., ran toward the smoker, <laughs> and took off. I took 20 briskets? Holy shit. Man, oh, man. <laughs> and, you know, that's how I judge a barbecue restaurant. If you ever want to know how to judge a barbecue restaurant, here, here you go. Let me, let, let me help you all out on something here. When you go to a Mexican restaurant, my, my, my choice is always chimichangas to see if, if the restaurant's any good. Or enchiladas, one of the two. And uh, let me just tell you real quick, everybody falls in comparison to Braddy Kid's uh, enchiladas. Phenomenal. Probably the best I've ever had. So they were cooked and hot? Yeah, it sounds like you just took them right out the smoker. They think it's somebody that worked for them. We've had a turnover in our house since we've been here, so it wouldn't be current. Um... It was all caught on camera, and it lasted for about 15 minutes. One of my strongest guys back there can barely lift 10 briskets in a box. The thief lifted them over his head, so I really think it was just planned. $3,000 worth of brisket stolen. Man, oh, man, that is a captain. You can get hung in Texas for that. Uh, what, Arise says, not bratty. Uriah I'm way funnier than him, so he won't let me. So, I have to, I have to out Braddy Kid on something. She did make me laugh yesterday. Probably the only person that could make me laugh yesterday besides Tommy or my dad. That's high, that's high praise. <laughs> so, as everybody knows that, you know, uh, Brad, one of Braddy's offsprings is, is, is staying here for a while as they, they land on their feet to get a house, no problem, and just had a baby. So there, there's a newborn in the house. And, of course, 
of course, the newborn is taking a lot of time from the new parents. And new parents are trying to get as much sleep as they can. And I don't blame them. And when, when you go through that, you, you tend to miss some things, you know, in your regular life. Like showering. And, and it, at some point yesterday, Braddy Kid had, had the baby, and I guess the baby was close to one of the parents. And the B.O. rubbed off on the baby. <laughs> Braddy Kid just goes, Jesus, you smell like a Russian. I don't know what that means, but I just started fucking laughing. It was the funniest goddamn thing I've heard in a long time. Jesus, you smell like a Russian. That one's going to hold me for a while right there because that was funny as shit. So, uh, bravo. Look, hey, Kale, I I don't ever hear the thing. It's a good, I mean, it, it hollers and stuff. Little Roscoe, that's his name. His name is Roscoe, by the way. Little Roscoe, he hollers and he yells. He, he's a baby. You, you know, I, psh, fucking dogs are louder than he is. So, yeah, I, I think I've touched its head once. Mm-mm-mm. That'd be great. Let's do a bratty roasting Arnie day. Oh, please, no. She's afraid to talk on the microphone. <laughs> Smell like a Russian. Goddamn, that was funny. Oh, <laughs> all right, next one here. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? I pushed the stroller out of the way. The thing was in my way. I pushed it out of the way. The kid wasn't in there. And said, so, oops, after you touched it. I didn't touch it. I, I mean, I touched its head. I was like, oh, is this denty? I didn't really do that. Uh, Arnie, this is from Elizabeth. I've always wondered about something in radio. Do radio stars like yourself retire? I'm not really a star anymore, but at one time maybe. Do radio stars like yourselves retire? I live in SAC, and when you're not on, I listen to Pat Martin, and I know that he's older than you. I don't want to see him go, but he always wondered about this. I do know of two other morning people I would love to see retire and bring you back for sure. Well, second part probably, well, ain't going to happen. No, second part ain't going to happen. Ain't nobody bringing me back to radio. I thank you, Elizabeth, for the, the comments. Um, some, some radio people, radio doesn't offer you a wonderful retirement plan. Uh, I've known some people that have left the industry to just, they they, they saved their money while they were in. Uh, I, I know of two people, two very, very good radio personalities. Charlie Thomas was one and my friend Jim McClain. Um, and love both those guys. Those guys are both great. Pat Martin, to me, is the epitome. Oh, boy. What? I'm telling a Pat Martin story. Okay, well, you just need to simmer down. As Arnie's agent, uh, mm-hmm. he redacts that last comment, money talks. So he may be interested in coming back, but the price has to be right. Okay, goodbye. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. No, my agent's crazy. That's the same agent that, <laughs> that has that Dodgers player that didn't tell the Braves offered a deal right there. Um, uh, Pat Martin, so so Pat, Pat's one of these guys you don't ever talk about retirement. Don't ever, man. 
Don't ever mention anything about Pat's age to him. And, and, and I know this firsthand because one year, I think it was the year that Pat turned 50, maybe 60. I don't know. I'll, I'll say 50. Um, our afternoon guy. And at the time, if you live in Sacramento and you know, uh, you remember a guy named Paul Marshall. There was a guy named Hook who did afternoons before Paul. Hook was a good dude, but he was just, he just hated the world. And then there was Paul Marshall. Who's your typical radio guy? I mean, he's been in every fucking town. He, he's one of these guys, and I never wanted to be that guy who bounces around from city to city to city to city, 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 city like that. And Paul's done that. And uh, Paul and uh, another guy that I work with named Chris Rice, not the other one, for his birthday, they got him a walker because he is turning 50. And, you know, that's the usual thing. Whew, boy, Pat blew up. Pat was going to sue the radio station. He was going to sue the program director for age discrimination all over a joke. So that's one thing. Pat will never retire, and Pat doesn't need to retire because Pat Martin is by far probably the, the greatest radio personality working today on terrestrial radio. I, I am not, I'm not kissing his ass. Pat's the truth. Pat's legit. And I appreciate you listening to me along with Pat. But, yeah, I, I look, look, I just, th- there's no way. I, I wouldn't want to go back to radio because the censoring would be, Fucking, you want to talk about woke? Just look at a show that I used to be on. I'm not going to say which one. Just look at one of the shows, and that is what radio is all about now. So, not 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 really into that. All right, okay. But thank you anyway. I appreciate it. So let's do this. And here, listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want, Arnie? Dude, you were spot on about the new Brad Pitt movie, Bullet Train. Dude, that movie is so fucking good. Um, he says, that movie was legit. And I can only imagine how much better it was in the theater you saw it in. I love the movie reviews on your page. You and Christopher do an amazing job. Well, thanks, Will. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, uh, the new website. I got a meeting tomorrow about the new website. It's being built. It's being created. We're going to have new websites up there. And when Christopher sends a review, no longer will you have to go to social media. So if you don't participate in social media, guess what? All the reviews, I'll still put some up over there, but all the reviews, everything is going to be housed at ArnieRadio.com. And I can't wait. Brady Kid says, I hope you enjoyed it in in the movie chair. Look, look. He didn't get to go to the same kind of thing. And, and look, I'll probably never, ever go. No, there's no probably. I'll never go to one of those moving seat theaters again. But it was fun. It, I, I will say this right now. It was fun. Maybe that's why I like the movie so much. Maybe I need to see the movie in, in a chair that doesn't move, that doesn't swing around or blow mist in my face. Um, but all in all, it's a great movie. If, you haven't, if you're looking for a movie to go see, check out Bullet Train. Brad Pitt. I saw an interesting article about Brad Pitt and one of the stars that was in the movie with him. Brad Pitt has a list of actors that he will and won't work with again. And shockingly, one of the names on that list was Angelina Jolie. 
I was like, no fucking shit. He won't work with her again. Oh, could you imagine them doing Mr. and Mrs. Smith now? That fight scene would be real. Oh, yeah, write that down. I want to know how fuck TL enjoyed that Top Gun movie in that fucking chair. Yeah, Tommy saw the, the Top Gun movie in that chair. Now, that would have been fun. I would have probably been dead. That movie would have given me motion sickness for sure. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, uh, Bullet Train, great movie. Great movie there. All right, last mail here. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. I just got done with the biography of Lex Luger because he's my favorite all-time wrestler, or at least was until seeing that. I still like him, but he seemed like he was better than the rest because he played football and just fell into wrestling. Where do you rank Lex in the all-time list of wrestlers? Thanks for your talk on wrestling. That's from Mike. Appreciate it, Mike. Um, great biography the other night. This, this next one that's coming up next week is on Degeneration X, and I can't wait for that one. Uh, on A&E. That's where they're doing them. Lex Luger. I liked Lex Luger when he was in wrestling uh, for a while. Watching this documentary, I, 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 I lost I, it lost a lot of favor for me. And then he found, you know, that, that, that crazy Jesus fella who gets lost all the time. Lex Luger found him. And now he's... But... The thing that I, I, I've noticed about a lot of great wrestlers, I mean, absolutely fantastic wrestlers, is that they found wrestling as a kid on TV, just like me. And they loved it just as much as me. But they had the courage to go try. I, I never got to try. I w- Looking back, if I could have a time machine, I, I would have gone to the Chris Adams Wrestling School probably been in the same class as Stone Cold Steve Austin because it was around 89, 90 uh, here in Dallas that he trained. And that's usually you see these stories from these guys. Shawn Michaels was this way, Ric Flair, Stone Cold, The Rock. The Rock was in the business as a kid anyway. But they all loved wrestling, just loved it. Lex Luger didn't love it. He loved football. He and Goldberg were big football guys, and they kind of fucking stumbled into it. I didn't realize how accomplished of a football player Lex Luger was. He got a he got a scholarship to go to Penn State. Didn't like it there. Went to the University of Miami. Played there for a while. Went to the Canadian Football League. Then he played in USFL. Then he went to the Green Bay Packers. And then found wrestling. It was amazing to watch that. He was a hell of a football player. He was an offensive lineman. When you look at Lex Luger now, well, not now, but when he was wrestling... You look at him and go, yeah, that guy was either a fucking tight end or a linebacker. Nope. No, he was a big ugly on the offensive line. Uh, I like it. I, I, I like Lex Luger still. In, in the all-time greats, he's not in the top ten. No, 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 no. Definitely not in the top ten. Uh, Tommy's going to be on the show Thursday. We're going to talk about some some wrestling stuff, some really interesting wrestling stuff that's happening, some new TV shows that are coming out, which I'm excited about. Uh, is, is, is it too late? Maybe be cheaper now with senior discount. Don't they have senior wrestling? I ain't going to do no senior wrestling. Shit, man, those mats hurt. Fuck all that. I could be a manager. 
Um, top ten. Let's see. I got to go from, from, from top to bottom. I can't do ten to one. Uh, number one, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Great. Number two would be Ric Flair. Woo! Three, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Taking a lot of guys that are great on the mic. Number four would be, I can put The Rock there at four. It, most of these guys are all great on, on the mic. It's it, the, the, the Steiner brothers and then the Road Warriors. That's five and six. Hulk Hogan deserves to be in the top ten. I'll give him that because he did, you know, a lot for the wrestling business. Um, Bruiser Brody, the Von Ericks, number ten. Probably, uh, ooh, yeah, Macho Madness. There you go. You definitely have the mic skills to be a manager or call matches. Oh, I'd love to be a wrestling announcer. Oh, good God. Oh, man. To be an announcer with, with, with a wrestling organization, that'd be fantastic. Maybe do it online. That way I could curse. Whew. He kicked him in the fucking head. Good God. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't be a good wrestling announcer because I'd just fucking, I'd steal from Jim Ross all the time. Good God, he's dead. Stop the damn match. So you saying you wouldn't wrestle Steve Austin if you had the opportunity? Hell no, I wouldn't. That motherfucker would kick my ass. Uh-uh. Shit, I didn't put Harley Race in there. Harley Race was a great wrestler. See, that's what made Austin so great. He's a great wrestler and awesome on the mic as they call it, the stick. But, yeah, managers, that'd be awesome to be a manager. I don't know what my gimmick would be. Like, Jimmy the Mouth of the South had the megaphone. To me, the greatest manager of all time, Jim Cornette, had a a tennis racket. You know what? I would probably, this is what I would do. I'd walk out there eating a pie. That'd be my gimmick. And then, you know, once... Once a wrestler, you know, bumped into me, I'd hit him in the face with a pie, and that way my wrestler would go over, pin him, boom, one, two, three, world champion. Is there any wrestler you'd want to take on? Well, uh, the other day, Kevin Nash, <laughs> this is funny. Kevin Nash came out and said his his dream match would be a, a three-hour match with uh, Stacy Keebler, and he's got her in the powerbomb position the entire time, meaning her face is in his crotch. Um, ooh, a spatula. Ooh, I could bring the spatula to the ring. I wear an apron and bring a spatula, and this is what we're cooking. Oh, yeah, I like it. The gimmick's starting to form. He's got that damn spatula. No, not the spatula to the head. Good God, he's bleeding. I'd have way too many good gods in there. That's all Jim Ross. Uh, all right, there you go. 775-357-FANS. Uh, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can always write this show. And we do listener mail mainly on Tuesdays, but if you send it in, I'll read it anyways. <laughs>
nurses all gathered round And they gazed in wide wonder At the joy they had found The head nurse spoke up Said leave this one alone She could tell right away That I was bad to the bone Bad to the bone Bad to the bone Bad More, baby, before I am through. I wanna be yours, pretty baby. Yours and yours alone. I'm here to tell you, honey.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Wow. So you remember how we started the show with this raid on Mar-a-Lago where Donald Trump, it's his resort, it's his home down in Florida. Well, well, well. The Florida judge who approved the FBI raid on Donald Trump once represented Jeffrey Epstein. That's the headline. I I don't need to go past the headline. I, I just don't need to. Are you kidding me? Are you? I, did, did, look, look. Here, hold on. Let me. I'll click on the story. I'll share the story with y'all. Um. Wow. I I wasn't ready for that. Uh, the a federal man a magistrate judge in Florida who signed the search warrant, um, had represented several convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein employees in connection to sex trafficking investigation. Judge Bruce Reinhardt, let's remember to look for that name on the old flight requests, approved a warrant on the South Florida estate, spent 10 years as a private practice before becoming a magistrate judge in 2018. According to his career history, he previously worked as an assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Florida. Wow. That right there, that, 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 that just... And Nancy Pelosi comes out and goes, oh, it was justified. Yeah, yeah, they, they knew exactly what they were doing. Shut up, Nancy. What the hell do you know? Oh, I just cannot stand her. To resentence inmates on racist death row, angering victims' families. Okay. All right. Well, our current... Uh, leader, Joe Biden, who's been in seclusion due to COVID, has now come out, and sadly he saw his shadow, which means two more years of shit service from him. Um, But he finally has something to say about the devastation in Kentucky. And of course it has to be a political message. (coughs) He's heartbroken over it. Quote, as you all know, we've suffered a consequence of climate change. A significant number of other catastrophes around the nation just in the year and a half I've been president. Well, maybe that will tell you something. That all these catastrophes happened because you became president, asshole. Let me just say this right now. I'm... I'm, does that mean Hurricane Katrina was also climate-related? I mean, I know that's all the way back in 2005, and it only affected black people. But, 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 but is that climate change as well? You can say it's climate change all you want. I know the truth behind Hurricane Katrina. Do you know why New Orleans flooded? Everybody knows why New Orleans flooded. Because their levee systems were shit. And why were they shit? Federal government gave them money. 
Louisiana's home to the most crooked politicians known to mankind and have been since the 19-teens. Huey Long. That's all you got to do is watch, learn anything you can about Huey Long, and you will learn all about Louisiana politics. That wasn't climate change. Now, now, what's happened in, in Kentucky with, with flooding and all that kind of stuff? How about we not make this a political issue? How about we don't make this a climate change issue? We make this an actual helping Americans issue. How about instead of him saying, as you all know, we've suffered a consequence of climate change. How about this? As president, the first thing I'm going to do is send the National Guard there and start working. We're going to send the Army Corps of Engineers there to see if we can fix anything. And we're going to help these Americans. Too bad that state's a different color than he is, and none of those things were said. President praised first responders and a rapid state government local response. Jill and I are grateful for the first responders and the National Guard for what you do, whatever it is. You know, I think the first responders, at least uh, up until not too long ago, were kind of taken for granted around the country. When is a first... Do you not remember 9-11, dickhead? We don't take first response. Your administration will fucking, is about to cut off fucking all sorts of benefits and payments to our first responders. I was just sent a FEMA grant to apply for in order to do a Homeland Security National Training Program that focuses on recognizing that a climate crisis is impacting <laughs> preparedness. And that we need training on that and how to make climate resistant for equitable outcomes. What the actual fuck? We just need some damn security guards here. Oh, all those houses that Brad Pitt built down in, in Louisiana. Oh, those are all fucking shitholes. They're all falling apart. Shocking, by the way. He always wanted to be an architect, but ended up being... And he didn't even major in that in college. So why are you letting him build houses? I would want an actual trained architect. No offense, Brad Pitt, but you were a... Yes, I know too much about Brad Pitt, as most celebrities I do. Uh, he was, what, two classes short of getting a degree in journalism at the University of Missouri. And he left for Hollywood. I've seen his bio. Yeah, suddenly Joe doesn't want to defund the police. Well, let, let me say this right now. Joe Biden has never been one to want to defund the police. Those are mainly the progressives. And if he went along with them, he was trying to get them on his side. I, I, I don't think that Joe hates America that much, as much as the progressives do. Can't only remember is George Floyd. Oh, shit. This is so... I'm surprised it wasn't climate change that killed George Floyd. Well, it was climate change because he said he couldn't breathe, so there was a lack of oxygen. See, this is what I was talking about earlier when I said, where's Kamala? Because those people in Kentucky are fucking suffering right now. They're suffering, and, and the president hasn't even gone to go look at I know he can't. 
How about declaring a state of national emergency for him? Have you done that yet, sir? Where was Kamala Harris to look at the devastation? No, Nowhere to be found, huh? Okay. So for flooding that affects thousands and thousands of people, you don't show up. School shooting, because no administration has been smart enough to make schools secure. Well, you're the first one there. What a hunk of garbage. If anyone ever wants to get frustrated, go to grants.gov and hit search grants. The list is nothing but climate and race grants. That doesn't surprise me. No trans grants yet? Trans grants aren't a, a huge deal yet? That'll be soon enough. So there you go. Joe Biden has, has, has finally acknowledged that there is a problem in Kentucky. Lucky you Kentuckians. Maybe he'll come and visit you. You could only hope. Now, if you want to get mad, then listen to this story. Here's your headline. Los Angeles voters to decide if hotels will be forced, will be forced to house the homeless despite safety concerns. The city of Los Angeles is going to force private businesses, it says will be forced, are going to force private businesses to put homeless people in their hotels. Uh, let me just say right now, i never going to L.A. ever again. No need to. I thought about maybe WrestleMania next year or the con. No, I, I don't want to go there. By the way, the voters will pass this. I'm just going to tell you that right now because the voters then don't have to deal with them. Derek says, what in the actual fuck? If the voters think it's okay, those businesses will start packing up. Once again, this is something I've never seen before in my in my life when it comes to America. We're forcing businesses to put up with the government's problem and try to fix it. Here's the problem. Every single one of those properties will be ransacked. It will cost them millions upon millions of dollars to reconstruct and do all that kind of stuff. Now, I'm not talking about all homeless people. I know that everybody's got a fucking story. But once again, let's go back to 2005, shall we? Shall we real, real quick, just, do you mind? Do you mind? That's about 17 years worth of music. Um... That event that we talked about earlier, that Hurricane Katrina, that terrible climate change event. Um, what happened? A lot of those people in New Orleans were, were displaced, and America came together. States came together. Great state of Texas. I remember I was, uh, I was in Austin for the Longhorns game, first game of the season. 
And that's when the first buses showed up from Louisiana. And they're putting them in the convention center in Austin. And then from Austin, they would go to other places. And some hotels reached out and said, hey, we're willing to give you guys a place to stay for a little while. Well, once they gave them a place to stay, those people said, well, these we're residents here now. And they wouldn't leave. And they ended up ransacking these hotels, millions upon millions of dollars in damage. And that's when the hotels did it out of the goodness of their heart. And now they're going to be forced to do so in L.A.? Why would you even want to start a business? I mean, I know that you pay taxes and you have to live by some of the government's rules like everybody. This isn't like everybody, though. You're going to force hotels to put... Why not force restaurants to feed them? I, I, I mean, honestly, let, let, let's keep... Let, let's go down this road, shall we? Since these people cannot take care of themselves... And look, before anybody hits me with the, what about the homeless vets? When I talk about the homeless, I'm not talking about homeless vets. I'm talking about the ones that are runaways, that had a good life, they ran away from it, the ones who were addicted to drugs, the ones who were on alcohol, the ones who were crazy, the ones, all that kind of stuff. You won't want to stay in a hotel in L.A. It's going to stink. I'm sorry, it is. There's going to be all sorts of, you know, these videos that we've seen about like the uh, the BART station in, in Oakland and San Francisco where it's just like, you know, heroin row where people are just shooting up down there in, in, in the BART station. That will be the hallways of these hotels. And you're forcing them to do so. If I worked at a hotel, I'd probably quit. No, there's no probably to it. I would quit. Mm, a lot of them will claim squatters' rights and be permanent residents. Yes, yeah, and that's what they tried to do in Texas, and Texas kicked them out finally, but it took like three years. Uh, let's see. They looted the fuck out of their own city. Uh, that's why I sold mine. Uh, it's only getting worse in California. Amen. Hep C, needless shit on the floor, yeah. Speaking of Hep C, did you see Kesha last night? Went out to dinner and she wore a black dress that was a see-through and only had thong on? Man, oh man, that gal is just walking trichinosis. They'll be given free meals, free hotel stays, free bus, free Uber rides. There'll be no incentive to be independent ever. No, there won't. Because where do we stop? Scott, Scott. They aren't going to be given free buses and Uber rides. We should give them cars. We should give them all electric cars. That's what we should do. What's stopping them? You're giving them a home. You're going to give them food. Now, let me just say this. Uh, Apparently, they think McCarran was a racist back in the day. Um, what's going to happen when those hotels 
those properties, they aren't making enough money to, I don't know, pay city taxes, pay their rent for their parcel of land, their their property taxes, if you will, or all their taxes. What happens when they can't do that? Does the government take it over? Does the government shut it down? Because I'm going to tell you this right now. If if you got a bunch of homeless people staying in, and, and get ready. I'm going to tell you this right now. Get ready. This isn't going to be just an L.A. thing. If you live in California right now, this is the test. San Francisco will do it with no problem. San Francisco's like, fuck, why didn't we think of forcing hotels to do this? Oh, that's right, because we still have tourists here for some odd reason. Do you only give them the regular rooms or do you give them the suites too? I I I, I say this kind of in jest, but I don't I, I don't mean it in jest. I would be very surprised if Reno didn't do the same thing. I know your men, mayor says she's independent. She's far from that. Anybody who would raise the rainbow flag over the American flag in the tallest building in town, they have an agenda. Her agenda is probably pussy, but that's a whole different story. I mean, you got Harris right now. Isn't Harris closed? Well, why not open that as a, a homeless encampment? Why not? I mean, God forbid, you know, you actually get a business in there and maybe create some jobs. No, let's take care of the homeless. Oh, by the way, fuck you, Fire Department of Reno. I believe, I I, I don't know if this is still true. I know for two years running, the downtown Reno Fire Department per capita was the busiest fire department in America. Yet the Reno Fire Department... One of their buildings is a double-wide trailer. They don't respect their fire department there. They barely respect their police in Reno. And I'm talking about the city government. I'm not talking about the people. It's fascinating to watch how people who have earned their, 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 their lives by working hard and getting ahead are saying... Uh, the the authorities are saying, you guys go ahead and sit to the side. We have to take care of these homeless people. We're going to put these homeless people ahead of you. See, God damn it. You, you guys took care of yourselves. You can take care of yourselves. Well, go take care of yourselves. These people we have to coddle. Now, I don't know when that started. But it needs to stop, and I am talking about pronto. Two of our, I'm sorry, I, I apologize. The one at GSR is also a plastic tent and modular. Yep. It makes me sick because one of my truly best friends in this world, the warbird right there, he goes out there and, and along with all the other firefighters, they go out there and risk their lives on a daily basis, and they can't even be given a proper station 
yet you're spending all this money to help the homeless. By the way, the reason why uh, the, 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 the Aces are in Reno is because the city of Reno pretty much fucked the fire department in the ass and sold that property where the ballpark is, I believe, for a dollar. And what used to be there was the fire department, like the headquarters. So you said, ah, fuck you. You get a tent. Our homeless shelter is now a $151 million campus. Jesus. What's this? Um, Reno is now the fifth busiest um, fire department in the nation. San Francisco, Denver, L.A., Orange Orange County, Florida, Reno, Nevada. The first uh, two of the first three, and I guarantee you Reno is the same way, is that they're busy. Why? Because of the fucking bums and the homeless. I'm not sorry to call them bums because that's what they are. They're a fucking bum. One fucking, and Warbird, you're the one who told me about that. They sold that entire lot for a dollar. Mm-mm-mm. Side note, Reno Fire is hiring for a long time. Can't attract candidates. I don't know about that. Harris is connected to an apartment building, correct? No. Well, I don't know if they've, they've connected it, if they've made it an apartment building. I know that was the talk of it because Harris was actually two big buildings. It's, it, you know, I. I love the people of Reno. The people of Reno are fantastic. People of Nevada are, are, are fantastic. I love Nevadans. Nevadans are very proud to be Nevadans, something I'm used to seeing with it being a Texan. Californians like being Californians. I'm not saying they're not proud to be Californians, but there's a, there's a difference. And uh, if I never have to go to Reno again, I'm okay with it. Uh, I, I miss my friends. I miss people like Warbird. I, I, I do. I miss my, my dear friends there. I'd love to, to I'd love to hang out with Joe Murphy and do the show at Joe Murphy's house. I'd like to go to an event where Chris Payne is and slap him in the back of the head. Say, wake the fuck up. You won't catch me dead in that in, in in that state again. The liberals have ruined that state. And it's it's gonna end up getting flushed down the toilet before it gets any better. And I am truly sorry to all my friends in Nevada for that. Jenny says Hillary Sheevy can blow it out her ass. Hillary Sheevy has turned out to be probably one of the most terrible mayors I've ever seen. Yet she's so popular. Hey, just come out of the closet too, hon. Just, it's fine. You like pussy, that's great. Super duper. Get you a mouthful of it. Stop fucking with the civil servants of your town. They're the reason you can feel safe going out at night. And by the way, if you're ever visiting Reno, these are the tips I give you. Stay east of Sierra Street. And stay west of center. Which means you just stay on Virginia Street. Don't go anywhere else in downtown. And I'd be willing to bet that Virginia Street isn't the safest place now, too. But if you get on Sierra and keep going west, you're going to get raped by a bomb. 
if you go east of Center Street, you're going to get raped by a bum. Pathetic. Pathetic. I would debate her over anything, and I would put her in the ground. God damn it, Bubba. Now you want to come in? Go lay down. Go lay down, Bubba. Now. Good boy. Tired of him trying to pounce in here. We only got 10 minutes left on the show. (sighs) All right, good. I got that out of me? Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, All right, let's have some fun, shall we? Uh, Let's see. Okay, all right, I can save that one. Uh, all right. Yep, here we go. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This goes out to everybody in the Monterey Bay of California. The headline reads, Great white shark. Okay, stop the damn music. Great white sharks are thriving in Monterey Bay thanks to warming waters. Study shows. Well, there you go. Look at that climate change. It's helping the sharks out. Uh, see, I'm I'm proud to say I'm from Nevada, but like you said, I don't think I'll be going back. Loving the Midwest lifestyle. Yeah. Well, I'm a Texan, and I'm home. So there you go. Uh, can't even walk to the Truckee River with uh, the family anymore because it's literally just a 15-mile homeless camp. And I want you to think about that. I want you to think about all the money that was spent on the Truckee River. You go kayaking down there. You can go ride, ride, ride your bicycles down there. And now it's just littered with bums. Good job, Hillary Sheevy. Shocking that your name is Hillary. And that you like pussy, allegedly. I'm not far off on that, am I? I'm not far off on the fact that 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 she she takes the old she takes the tuna boat to pound town on other chicks. I'm just saying. Uh, yes. Uh, if you're heading out to Monterey Bay this summer, you're going to need a bigger boat. Great whites are on the rise in the area. Warming waters caused by climate change, of course. Studies recently revealed uh, by the Monterey Bay Aquarium, which tracked the migratory patterns of great whites over two decades. If you know where they are, then this is what you do. Like when they're all in one place together, just drop a big old bomb down there. Let's get rid of sharks, shall we? I'm okay with that. It might hurt the ecosystem a little bit, but I think we could do without sharks. Look, look, just take the great whites. You can keep the hammerheads. You can keep all the other ones. I'm still not going in the water. Don't worry. Unless it's one of them cool-ass water slides. Have you guys seen these videos of these water slides where it goes down and then it has a jump and you get propelled like 50 feet in the air? Dude, I so want to do that. Water parks are fine. Water parks are great. Pools, I love them. I think I'm part fish. Ocean, river, lake, pond, whatever. No thanks. 
till the giant octopus shows up because no sharks, no shit. Then, then I would, hey, I'm not going in the water. But if it, and I know that my friend, Mark S. Allen, who I still consider a friend, I don't know if he considers me a friend, but I'm still his friend. Um, He likes to swim from Alcatraz. He, he, he swims that. He'll do that like once a year. You know what I need to do? <laughs> I need to take a picture of this and send it to Mark and say, please don't swim there this year. Bubba, stop it. Uh, all right, uh, so we got the Sharks in there. Is Taco John still open in Reno? I, I don't know. I hope so. Arnie is a whale shark, the gentle giant of the ocean. No, I, I'm not even a whale shark. I don't want any part of the fucking ocean. It's not my friend, and I'm not its friend. All right, final story of the day. Here we go. Look at that. Made it all the way through. <laughs> a tourist who was part of a camp group in Svetsvalada, 500 miles north of Norway, went camping on a remote Norwegian Arctic island. Now, first of all, first of all, camping. Okay, me and camping, we ain't friends. But I am damn sure not going on a remote Norwegian Arctic island and camping. Why won't I go to a remote Norwegian Arctic island and camp? Well, let me tell you why, brother. A tourist was a group uh, with a group of 25 people camping there. 500 miles north of Norwegian's mainland. Ladies just sitting there, minding their own business. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a gigantic fucking polar bear decides to go into their camp. And yes, it mauled the shit out of her. She, they say she's going to be lucky to use her arm again. The bear was scared off when somebody shot a gun in the air. I'm just telling you this right now. I'm just telling you this right now. If the person that was slower than me got attacked and somebody had a rifle, I, I would hope somebody in the group, because it ain't going to be me. I, I was going to say it would be me, but it ain't going to be me. Somebody needs to run up to that bear, put that fucking rifle in that bear's ass, and squeeze the trigger until it goes click. Huh-uh. A fucking polar polar bears are the worst ones. You know why, right? Because they're white. In other words, there's no way Arnie is going there. That is, my friend, <laughs> V. Coop. That would be definitely... Correct the mundo! Get mauled by a polar bear. They flew her out in a helicopter. Um... Shots were fired uh, at the polar bear, which was scared away. Authority said the woman's injuries are not life-threatening. But n- no, huh? And, and I'm looking at a picture of this. 
It looks like they're just camping next to the freeway. Like, there ain't grass and trees and shit. Well, because, A, it's too fucking cold. And you just got tents on the ground. Like, pants on the ground, but tents on the ground. At least five people have been killed by polar bears. In 2020, 38-year-old Dutchman, John Jacob Koot, was killed in the night while he was laying in his tent in a camping area north of Longyearbyen on the island of, why did they put a V behind an S? Slavelbard, which is 800 miles from the North Pole. Why do you want to camp there? It's cold. They don't have summer. An estimated 20 to 25,000 polar bears live in the Arctic. That right there should be alone, alone, should force you to go to Tee Public and buy one of my damn t-shirts that says, Nature is not your friend. In 2015, a polar bear dragged a Czech tourist out of his tent as he and others were camping north of Longyearbyen, clawing his back before driven away by gunshots. Why are you camping in Norway, you dumb fucks? A, it's cold, and B, there's polar bears. Holy shit. That's just plain stupidity right there. Did, did, did somebody go, here, polar, 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 polar? Here, polar, 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 polar? It's a fucking polar bear. Did you offer it a Coca-Cola? That, by the way, that is the one way. You know how they say to act large when you're around a bear? This is scientific and true, and if you believe me, you deserve to get mauled to death. Um, but if you ever see a polar bear, just hold up a Coca-Cola, and he becomes your best friend. He'll actually build you a slide and toboggan. I've seen it. You see it every year at Christmas time. Oh, it warms the cockles of my heart. We all know bears are mauling people because of climate change. Snow camping is my favorite, but there are no polar bears where I go. Yet. That, look. I'm telling you. Cowboys girl, you're gonna end up you're gonna need you're gonna have to change your name one of these days. And and, and you know what? I, I get to change it, and so I'm gonna change it to this if it ever happens. I don't wanna say I told you so. I don't wanna blow our own horn, but toot toot. Your name will be toot toot from now on. Due to the fact that I, I'm telling you to be careful out there, but hey, flip your nose up at me. Okay. All right. Uh, people in tents like a burrito, warm meat inside. Here's an idea about how you shoot the bear. Then hang it from something tall enough that all the other polar bears can see it. Amen. I'd find that polar bear's family and murder it too. I would go on a killing rampage. If the authorities let me and I had enough firepower like a tank, I would shoot a cannon at a polar bear to kill it. Can you imagine that? A big old missile going through the middle of it? If it didn't accept my Coca-Cola, of course. Oh, all right. There you go. Enough of my stupidity for the day. Uh, That's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for putting up with me. I'll try to be less cranky tomorrow. I can't promise you anything. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. 
So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. I'm going to do a little boot scooting. Boom. is outside waiting to arrest him.